0: The Curse of the Evil Dead is a lot like the trees in The Wizard of Oz, but instead of throwing apples, they rape you. This is Spoilers. (laughs)
1: Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Got a real rapey vibe from those trees.
0: (laughs) Hey, welcome to Spoilers, Spooky Spoilers, episode two, season two, uh, where we celebrate all of the world of spooky movies. I won trivia from Brett Kelly, uh, despite the allure of bags, this movie was too spooky for him to be on this episode, but <laughs> joining me today, from Elkhart, Indiana, we have Mikey Toller. What's going on, Mikey?
2: Uh, Not much. How are you guys?
0: Pretty great. Have you seen anything new lately, other than The Evil Dead?
2: Uh, Movie-wise, no, I'm still waiting for my movie pass. Which is never happening.
1: Money, you got the movie pass? No,
2: I'm still waiting. I'm not. I'm not going to the movies until I get it.
1: <laughs> it seems kind of faulty, man. Like you have to be at the theater the day of to go, like to pick to get the movie. Mm, I, I don't know. It's the greatest trick the devil ever pulled. Seems like seems like quite the limitation. It's like the one reason I didn't get it.
3: I don't want Mikey to get it because then I'll be super jealous. So, like, the longer it takes for him to get it, I'm actually kind of <laughs> happy.
0: Well, jumping in there, a man who's apparently green with jealousy. Josh, recording from Goshen. Josh, what's new with you?
3: Hey guys, yep. I'm in Goshen tonight, and speaking of Goshen, I just got back from a concert in Goshen by Goshen's own strand of oaks. Um He's he's made it nationally, but he's like he comes back to his hometown to play a show and It's funny when he like pulls his family members out of the crowd and stuff. So not movie related, but Strand of Oaks, good band. Take a listen.
0: Funny story about Strand of Oaks. I was listening to a podcast out of Liverpool, England called uh, the Anfield rap. And they have a music show on there. And then uh, the song came up called Goshen 97. I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's Goshen, Indiana. And I tweeted about it and fucking, uh, Ty Stanage, some of you may know him, replied to me, said, Yeah, it's my cousin.
4: Really? They were on that on that podcast? Yes, they were.
0: Wow. That's
4: pretty I cool. I listened to that podcast.
0: A man who's also a fan of that a podcast lot. though is Jordan Long. Jordan, what's new?
4: How's it going, Pap? Uh I also have not seen much new in the in the way of movies uh since since going to it last last uh not last weekend,
0: two weekends ago. What was spookier for you, The Evil Dead or It?
4: it was way spookier and way way better easy (laughs) (laughs) i
0: think that's it oh wait last
4: but not least stevie
0: what's happening from mishawaka how's your weekend stevie
1: weekend's been good uh i feel like the older i get the less i can be around dairy i had like two glasses of milk today and my stomach has been on fire I've gone to the bathroom like seven times in the past two hours. So if I leave the podcast, (laughs) if I leave the podcast early, that's honestly why. God, personal on
3: the pod.
1: Just all sixes and sevens right now. So if I leave early (laughs) and I throw out my yes or nos and like the review of it, like out of nowhere, that is why. That's why I shut down shop early. Just a heads up.
4: Why did you drink so much milk? I love (laughs) milk, but like (laughs) I love milk, but like. The older I've been getting,
1: the less ice cream I can eat. Like it just uh less cheese as well. I think I'm like I'm becoming lactose intolerant. So that's where I'm at in life. Well,
0: we'll count that for what you've seen lately, I guess. Well, it was a horror movie today. That's honest to God. It was it was a straight horror movie. Spooky spoilers in Stevie's bathroom.
3: (laughs) There's like lactose spurting out of some of the severed joints in this movie, if I remember correctly.
0: (laughs) Probably. Thanks for bringing it back. Yeah. So I'm your host for today, Pappy, recording from Denver, Colorado. I, I saw the movie Mother with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and No Country Guy. How was that? It's pretty good. It's like. It's the Bible in two hours, Yeah, it's hours, like a right? whole. It's like an allegory for Jesus. I bet Josh would be a big fan of it.
3: So who's the Jesus character in that one?
0: Uh, there's a baby who gets killed by the mob, he gets his neck stabbed, <laughs> and, they eat, and then they eat his body and drink his blood. Holy fuck. I don't remember
2: that part of the Bible. I don't ever want to see that movie. (laughs)
0: Is this a Mel Gibson joint too or No, it was uh Aronofsky. Anywho, back to the Evil Dead. Uh so that's what we're here to talk about today. Uh the Sam Raimi nineteen eighty one classic, The Evil Dead. Uh Stevie, do you wanna kinda set the stage for this movie a little bit about sort of like the background and how low budget and what the audience is in for if they choose to watch this?
1: Yeah, if you watch this movie, you have to go in with super low expectations and kind of how it originated. I mean, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi's brother, a couple other guys are just great friends growing up in Michigan. And I think they're all movie lovers as well. And this is kind of your typical teenagers going to a woods, I wouldn't say slasher movie, but it's definitely a very... B-movie looking, like the acting isn't outstanding, um, there's some quick cuts that don't make a whole lot of sense, and uh, also the filters in the camera don't look great as well, but... Um, the lighting is
3: terrible.
1: The lighting is not great, and also, the this is a super low budget, we're talking $350,000, and which isn't a whole lot when you're aiming to do something that looks awesome, so... Uh that's kind of and it's also um it was shot in three locations which is uh there was the abandoned it was actually an abandoned cabin in Tennessee where they shot the main bulk of it um didn't have a basement so the cellar they go at, into is two different locations one of them was um Sam Raimi's garage and I forget what the... Oh, I think the other one was uh, a slur they actually built in Michigan as well. So that's the locations for the movie and kind of how they uh, have to uh, cut around having a basement for that. Michigan State. Yeah. Michigan Pride, apparently.
0: I also thought, I mean, the practical effects are cool, but some of the makeup and on the actors is kind of suspect at times. <laughs> and some of the uh, continuity where they're jumping back and forth between like they would shoot scenes several months later and all of a sudden like... Especially Scotty's hair would like be long and then be short and then be long again.
1: It's like, wait a minute, what's going on?
4: I was so confused about that at first.
1: I think this movie, in total, took three years to make.
0: Jordan, uh, you said you liked It quite a bit more. Is this your first uh, romp into the Evil Dead universe?
4: Uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, Stevie, you said that it's good to go in with low expectations. I went in with no expectations. Um and was thoroughly disappointed. Oh no <laughs> Uh, I mean it I guess it I was a little bit confused overall, uh with the entire kind of premise that this evil force is awoken when the, the words from the book are read, but like the very first scene in the entire movie were like following the evil force through the woods and it tries to like turn them into a a dump truck or something like that and so is the force already awoke or like mikey can you can you speak to how woke this force is you're
3: thinking too much
2: (laughs) i mean i had totally forgot those first five minutes i forgot about that thing running through the woods i just assumed that was just a director trying to get artsy with it. I, I don't know. I don't think that was... Yeah, because the Force isn't awakened until they read from the book, so I don't know what that was supposed to be.
4: I mean, I think he just loves those like tracking shots through the woods. Those were so. kind of
0: cool, though. You got to admit.
1: <laughs> I kind of liked him. Yeah. I liked them a lot. I thought they were cool.
2: Yeah, it's cool, but it's... I mean, it's not explained what it is. It could just be an animal or something that's about to run into the road or something, but...
4: But then, like, the car, like, magic, like, the steering wheel, like, tries to whip him into into that oncoming truck. Hey,
2: uh, Ash, where are we?
4: Well, we just crossed the Tennessee border.
1: Which would put us... (laughs) Yeah. Which would put us...
0: Here. I mean, it seems like the forces of the evil dead would have lost some valuable zombies if they just all die in a car crash right there. That kind of would have been <laughs> counterproductive. But yeah, you did a good job of setting the stage there, too. So it's like these kids from Michigan State on a spring break vacation in the woods uh this like i guess sort of setup could be considered very generic or cliche if you don't realize that this is like the first time that it's been done too. uh this first full act they just kind of like hanging out in the cabin up until when they find the book of the dead in the cellar was there anything that that stood out for you any cool Cool shots. Um, there's one for me where they opened up the cabin and you have that deer head in the upper left hand corner and like the mist is coming in. Uh I guess we should also introduce the characters too. You have uh Bruce Campbell playing Ash. Josh, are you a big Bruce Campbell fan. Uh
3: I wouldn't say huge, but I respect his work. Are you a fan of the Evil Dead series overall? How many have you seen? Uh I've only seen a couple. I, I really enjoyed Army of Darkness, but it's a totally different kind of movie even though it's like in the same universe i guess technically um all three of them
1: are different yeah
3: but this is the first time i've seen this one and i think this was like before sam raimi like really embraced the b movie uh mantra and so some of it takes itself a little too seriously especially having watched this after watching army of darkness like I wanted, I wanted Ash to look at the camera and give like a little shrug and then start, you know, like he was. Was his character not completely frustrating throughout the movie?
1: Very. <laughs> the
4: <laughs> the man gets trapped under two separate bookcases. <laughs> he gets pushed and trapped under two separate like fucking. Stuck in them too. <laughs> <Yeah>. One <laughs> of them
2: is just like half of a bookcase with nothing in it, and he can't get it off. <laughs> <laughs> You bastards.
0: Why are you torturing me like this? Why
2: is is uh Sam Raimi, the director of the other two? Yes. And the writer, I believe, as well. Right.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean, though, Path? Like this is his serious take on a horror film. And maybe he invented a lot of stuff here. But subsequent movies delve more into uh, the comedic wink, wink. Uh, I don't know. B- embracing the B movie. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I can Yeah, the, the tone is totally different between this and the other movies like this movie does take itself seriously. I, I didn't realize how critically regarded this first movie was because you never really hear about it. Um, I think it just made sense from a spoilers perspective to lay the, the groundwork at the first movie. But it does take itself very seriously. And it's it's ultra violent, too. And, and we see that with uh, another character. Her name's Cheryl. Uh, I guess she's supposed to be Ash's sister. Did anyone pick up on that?
4: Yeah, yeah. They mentioned it like way at the end. Yeah,
2: yeah. After after all of the assumptions of this ratio of two guys <laughs> and three girls <laughs> going to this cabin,
0: that was gonna be like a ducky sucker type situation. I was excited.
3: No one, and I mean no one, is going to get that reference.
1: <laughs> no,
0: it's a group sex joke, kids. But um, so we have Cheryl. And then we have uh, Scotty, who I mentioned earlier. Scotty is kind of a a douchebag character. Uh, Jordan, you want to talk about Scotty a little bit?
3: Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of douchebags, Jordan.
0: Yeah, that's what. Jordan, <laughs> Segway. Yikes! <laughs> Chuck, Chuck freebie sc- Segway there. <laughs> 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 uh,
4: yeah, Scotty is like the dude that he he goes down into the basement and like tricks. Uh, Tricks Ash into coming down to, like, scare the shit out of him. Uh Throughout the movie, he's kind of, like, he, he also wants to just leave the other people at the cabin to, like, try to save himself, basically. <laughs> Definitely a douchebag. I
3: was just going to say, but at the same token, he at least, like, destroys the first zombie and is kind of showing Ash what to do. I mean, at that point, I liked him more than
4: Ash. Ash has a problem with utilizing the weapons that are around him, whereas Scotty really just <laughs> he just went ham with that axe. And yeah, you're right, Josh. He was pretty like he'd
1: done something like that before. <laughs> yeah, Scotty
2: was uh, Scotty was working through some stuff, he was <laughs> chopping that lady up.
1: But to
0: Jordan's point too, I think that was another kind of frustrating thing. We didn't see Ash go full uh, chainsaw Super Saiyan, start cutting people up. Mm-hmm. That was kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm.
2: Because that's who he turns into in the other ones, right? He's just mowing down zombies, right? Chainsaw is part
3: of
1: his arm later on. What? In the second one, yeah.
4: That (laughs) sounds like such a better movie. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we gotta watch that sometime.
0: (laughs) Continuing on with this movie, uh, (laughs) Shelly plays Scotty's girlfriend, um, She's kind of a one-dimensional character, but we do get to see her bags when we're creeping through <laughs> the window. <laughs> uh, as the the force or whatever, and then I think last but not least we have uh, Linda, who plays Ash's girlfriend. Um, I guess yeah, it, it's a low-budget movie, I and mean, we've spoiled a couple of those before. But uh, start with Stevie. What did you think about the cast overall? You know, because like in a low budget movie like this, like the acting can be very suspect. How do you? How do you think the performances held up?
1: Really frustrating at times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so weird because I watch Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness way more. So I'm used to Ash being like really hilarious, a lot of close ups on his face with him saying small quips and just mowing down exactly. <laughs> and that doesn't come in this movie like ever. But uh, I thought the performances were okay, Uh, not in human form, but in zombie form, I thought they were kind of cool, especially, like, when Cheryl starts reading the cards that Linda and Shelly are going through, when they're trying to, like, guess the card game, or when Linda's doing that creepy, creepy, laugh-sitting Indian style, and, uh, I mean, out of all the characters, I guess I kind of, by biases, have to, like, ash the most. But his character wasn't that fun to watch, just because he was kind of a pussy the whole time. There
0: was a little bit of Ghostbusters though in that card. Reading I was just scene.
1: gonna
3: say that, yeah.
1: <laughs> what
3: what did you think of that, Pappy? I mean, did that? We just did Ghostbusters. That had to, f- like, do you think Ghostbusters copied that or uh, that was their take on it?
2: It's a seven. What suit? Um, diamonds. No, uh, no, no, wait. Um, hearts.
1: Oh my God, seven of hearts. You're right. <laughs> hey, Ash, I guessed the card right.
4: Yeah, truly amazing, Linda.
2: I don't know, I don't know, but I think it's really some sort of extra
4: sense or something, you know, like ESP. Okay, try this. Okay, um, it's a seven.
1: I don't believe it! Of spades,
4: <laughs> Queen of spades.
1: Four of hearts. Eight of spades. Two of spades. Jack of diamonds. Jack of clubs.
0: What I didn't understand is why... Um, Linda, I get the fucking girls confused. Why Linda was going along with the joke, or why Shelley was going along with the joke with Linda? Like, why? Why is she tricking her like that?
3: Where in Ghostbusters, it's very clear what his motivations are.
2: Bill Murray's—he's <laughs> got a goal in mind. Yes, but, he does. Uh, <laughs> Maybe her goal was the same. Ooh, bags. bags is twist. the twist. So yeah, we set the stage
0: for the first act pretty well. Um I guess over the course of the movie one by one those main characters go down um and start to become possessed by the demon. Uh were there any moments of of violence during that that, that stuck out to you guys in particular?
4: Like the rape
0: scene? Like the tree rape? Well, okay, I was going to cut to Josh for that. Josh, can you explain the tree rape scene?
3: I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't remember which girl it is because they're all horrible actresses. But Cheryl Cheryl runs out into the woods and she's just having a freak out because she thinks she sees something. So, of course, she goes to look. And in a very surprising move, the trees undress her clothing so that we can see her chest. And a branch starts going up her thigh. But I think she gets away before... The worst happens,
1: right? Oh, it's kind ooh, of
0: like man. a weird thwack sound. I always, always I kind yeah. of always
1: assumed it got there.
0: And by got there, the root was penetrating her vagina. Stevie, is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, they did that in the new one, in the 2013 version. I'm pretty sure they got there with this one. <laughs> Wait, they, they, they did it again? Yeah, yeah I it's love... Canon. It's I canon love the to new the story. The, the 2013 version was amazing. Seems, I've seen it. It's pretty cool. It seemed like yeah, a pretty really Ill, cool.
4: It seemed like a pretty ill-advised uh, insertion of a rape scene in the movie, and I thought that if they like, I had seen that there was a new one coming out. I was like, there is no way they included that in an updated version. Oh,
1: they did. It was That's gruesome. Surprising. Well, I mean, I mean, speaking of insertion,
0: Sam Raimi has said that he. Always regrets the scene being in there. Was it over the top or over the line for any of you guys? Was it too much?
1: I mean, besides the bongo drums that were playing in the background while it was happening? Anyone I else notice yeah. that? The a weird drums playing while she's running? I, no, it wasn't over the top for me, Pap.
3: It, I think it was because I'm picturing this actress who probably never acted in anything again, like being forced to writhe around on the forest floor with their boobs out. And, like, it feels exploitive big time. I I got a creepy vibe from it beyond the horror movie. Just thinking of it as a filmmaker, like, it's a really weird
2: choice. Wasn't a huge fan. I agree
4: 100% with Josh there.
2: I mean, anytime you do a rape scene, it's going to come off one way or the other. So it's a toss up. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: mean, I find well, that cum joke in poor taste, Mikey, but go ahead, Josh. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
3: No, you didn't cut me off at all. I mean, it, this movie was NC-17, right? It, was the new Evil Dead NC-17 too?
1: No, it was just R.
3: I don't want to talk anymore about that scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a great job of breaking it down. Uh, so we sort of touched on this earlier, but Scotty... Scotty kills off uh, his girlfriend uh, Shelly by chopping her up. And I think I kind of breezed over this earlier. Is that the the gang finds the Book of the Dead and this tape player. And they're listening to the tape player and at one point it says "Like the only way to kill them is by dismembering them. So ultimately uh, Scotty has to dismember uh, Shelly. Does anyone remember that, that scene?
1: Didn't he chop her like 47 times?
0: i like the voice like, in the basement's going like,
1: no, you love her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that's just like Anakin with the sand people and Qui-Gon
2: Jinn is like,
1: no, Anakin.
2: <laughs> just like that. He did chop her an excessive amount of times. And, Super excessive. And when they showed... How many times she was chopped up? Not that many pieces, so (laughs) I don't know how efficient he was at cutting.
0: So it's like the end of the road for Scotty. They they bury Shelly. He tries to walk off in the woods. Ash comes back in the house, and we find out that his girlfriend, um, Linda, is possessed. And then she has this uh, charming laugh that her demon character continues to do throughout the rest of the movie. Um,
1: Sounded like one of the Rugrats.
0: <laughs> can you do an impression of it stevie
1: no but i'm sure we can insert one of the Rugrats in here i mean honestly just sounded just like i didn't <laughs> it's kind of creepy actually but no i can't do an impression which Rugrat? either phil or lil one of the twins you could see that
2: is there a way around the bridge there's a way the trail but the trees actually
1: Hey, no. Don't you see? As alive.
2: Shut up! Shut up
1: Linda. <laughs>
0: So, but one of the parts about... uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, I was letting that clip breathe a little bit. (laughs) Sweet sweet Rugrats clip. But, uh, so, Linda is possessed. She has a super annoying laugh. And then another one of the moments from the movie, which I don't know how well it holds up in 2017, is when Ash starts, like, rhythmically punching her in the face to the music. (laughs) Does anyone remember that? Like... (laughs) (laughs) beating the shit out of her, you and shut up.
3: And she's not in full, like, zombie mode. She's just kind of like a woman with, like, drag makeup on. So it's really inappropriate.
2: Yeah, he's, uh, using the backhand. He's really domestic abusing her during this scene.
1: A demon, not really her, but yeah.
0: So then, like, she changes back into regular Linda, um... Scotty shows up back at the house and, like, dies. Um, And yeah, then this, like, last kind of action, just like a giant montage of action. Um, Did anything stand out for you guys with this last little bit where Ash is, like, taking out the zombies one by one?
3: Yeah. uh, Like, the three times where blood squirted right into his mouth. Uh, Those all all stood out to me. And the times where joints were cut off of the zombies and red and inexplicably white goo were shooting out. It's very gross. The white goo is
0: extra gross. That was like super disgusting.
4: Why do they bleed blood? soup. They bleed blood and milk. I don't understand.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Stevie, that had to be extra upsetting to you.
1: (laughs) What? No, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's demon's blood for all I care. I don't know. Bone juice. Yeah. Look kinda like corn starchy and milky, yeah. Especially I think there was one where they cut off one of the like wrists or one of the hands and it looked like just like corn was coming out of the arm. I kinda laughed at that part <laughs> <laughs> It looked like they put a can of corn and threw on some milk in it and just had it dump out of the hand. I was laughing hysterically at that.
0: Well, I think there's another part too where Ash gets blood in his mouth when he's in the basement. Uh like a pipe bursts all over him or something. Um I think Stooges scene? yeah well, there's a lot of connections to the three Stooges with this movie right Stevie?
1: uh especially that whole scene with like the bloody pipes and like the light bulb filling of blood is like shot for shot of three Stooges episode except it's with water
0: and actually, mother really? uses that same blood yeah uh, light bulb scene uh in their movie like shot for shot clear homage to that too um there's also like a bunch of like huh. blood on the projector in that scene um yeah where it's, like, shooting red in his face. Then, yeah, like, he pretty much just runs upstairs, and, like, um, Mikey, do you want to explain how he finally figures out how to defeat the evil dead and sort of what happens here at the very end?
2: Uh, I mean, doesn't he just chop them all up isn't that well he burns the book yeah oh he burns the book yeah that's right uh yeah he's getting his ass kicked by these zombies and uh there's this necklace that he gave his girlfriend that fell off of her body and he's like using it to kind of like wrangle this book so he can grab onto it and pull it (laughs) towards him because he's getting dragged and so he somehow manages to grab onto the book and then he drags it towards him and tosses it into the fire, and then uh, they melt, kind of like uh, how they do in Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end when they open up the ark. I thought it looked cool. It was yeah, gross. except
3: they really lingered on those like claymation time-lapse
2: shots of like the bones <laughs> decomposing. I liked
1: those. <laughs>
0: I did too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then like after they melt, they then explode again. Like demons <laughs> fly out of their they're like already dead corpses or something like demon claws and stuff like a hand like was shoots lo- out
0: of them or something like
2: alien yeah i
0: thought it looked cool
4: i i had a few problems with this this uh little action sequence here um aside from the ideas that we kind of talked about before where he has a gun, a chainsaw, a shovel and two knives available to him, he ends up just killing them all by burning the book um he also goes through one little sequence where he's trying to get all the doors shut to get into the... So the thing can't get into the house. But they've already busted out like five windows. Like, they're just going to jump through those windows. <laughs> and the also... The front door. The back door. The front the door. The basement. <laughs> <laughs> and then also... So they have the... Uh, the one zombie is in the... Uh, in the basement. Like, with the the cellar doors, like, chained to the floor. And at one point, the thing has, like, its entire head poking out. It could have so easily just, like, crawled out of that little opening that was there. Like, every time that it came up when it was, like, chatting with him, it was like, eh, there's, like, a foot and a half hole there. Like, <laughs> Ch- just, chatting j- with him. Just just climb
2: out. <laughs> Ash, Ash should have really tried knocking bookcases over on top of these zombies. Also later <laughs> yeah. on. That was super effective all- against him.
4: Exactly. Also, later on, the zombie just ends up punching through the floor to try to grab it. <laughs> like, come on. It was just like
0: content to troll Ash for a while. Like It was just like calling him a cuck, looking under his skin.
4: <laughs>
3: well, he has a breakdown at one point where he's like, Why are you torturing me?
2: <laughs> What's wrong with your eyes? Oh, we skipped over the part where his friend is dying on the couch And Ash is just like slapping him around As he's like bleeding out like not... <laughs> You're
1: gonna be okay, you'll see <laughs> Yeah, he's
2: like, you're gonna be fine You're just Come slapping on, the shit out of him Scotty, how do we get out of here? Scotty, slap Ash,
4: it's not gonna let us leave
2: Cheryl
4: Cheryl was right We're all gonna die here
2: No, we're not gonna die
1: We're all gonna die, all of us no, we're not gonna die. We're not gonna die. We're gonna get out of here.
3: Yeah. So you said this like invented a lot of the horror tropes, I guess. Um, what about um Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which came out like eight years before this? I mean, what what in particular did this do you think?
0: Uh, I think sort of the teenagers being isolated in renting a cabin. Um, a lot of that, uh, a lot with the sort of, I maybe this didn't necessarily pioneer it, but it's sort of the concept of the, like the never ending night of terror, like Friday the 13th or Halloween or a couple other movies. But I think mostly from the, like the college kids, like going out, having an adventure, um, Sort of in the woods, too. Stevie, is there anything else that I'm missing? Or what other horror tropes? Possible orgies always. Possible there. orgy. Possible um, orgy.
1: Let me get. Tree rape. I mean, it that was. Old like, I guess the cool thing about this is it wasn't like the deranged killer, say, like Friday the 13th, where it was the mom, or Jason in the following movies, or Mike Myers, or even Leatherface, where it was just like a demonic force that overtook our already known characters. Which I always think is way cooler than the Deranged Killer. Um, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say like the Go Until Sunlight like, will be okay until. Well, that's kind of yeah. We'll be safe at sunlight isn't anything new. Um, but I also think it kind of invokes like there can be comedy in horror movies because the other horror movies before this are way serious. Even though this is, takes itself serious, there's still some pretty heavy comedic moments. That's what that's what I took away from it.
0: See, I don't know if it's like intentionally comedic as much as it is zany, like, or over the top, maybe. I mean, Jordan, did you laugh at all during this movie?
2: Uh,
4: uh, not a ton. Um, there were a few times when I laughed because it had like absurdly long and like weird close ups on their eyes and stuff. Like the necklace scene when it's just like him trying to trick her that he's asleep or something. You know what? So weird. It's just a bit odd and felt out of place. And I kind of laughed, but I don't think it was like comical on purpose. I was like, ah, this is, feels kind of stupid.
0: I thought it was romantic. (laughs) Sure, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's pretty much all I have. The very last scene of the movie is the force kind of rushing at Ash. And then we have a cliffhanger ending, but did you guys have any other notes you want to get into before we do our Yes or no? Is there any other topics for discussion?
3: A uh, quick other question about that: What you just said—the ending where Ash is, I guess, gotten. How how do they s- explain away that in the rest of the series, as far as him becoming like the hero, badass character Stevie? Do you know
1: when he has to chop off his own hand and replace it with a chainsaw? Like the other arch Not the all- other <laughs> archaeologists like come back, like in the second one, to like find their friend that was originally in the cabin with his wife. And, um, like, one of the best parts of the sequel is, like, when the Force overtakes his hand and his hand starts to try to kill him. And, I mean, if you ever see, like, Evil Dead 2, it's one of the best parts of the whole movie, is when his hand is literally trying to kill him with any object he can find in the house. And he ends up having to chop it off and replacing it with a chainsaw. It's awesome. <laughs>
4: How, how does he go about replacing his hand with a chainsaw? See,
1: like Edgar Wright built his whole career on Sam, like Ramy type shots in the Evil Dead series. Like you can spot him from a mile away. <laughs> like uh, anything that Edgar mm-hmm. Wright does in his movies, Sam Raimi already did in the Evil Dead series. <laughs> but um it's like a quick cut with a yeah, sound quick effect. cut with the sound effect like. like they are done perfectly. Uh-huh. Tightening uh-huh. a chain.
3: Uh-huh. There's a quick moment of it when he's, like, getting ready <laughs> to chop up his girlfriend in this one. He doesn't actually end up going through with it, but did you guys? Did you catch that, Steve? Yeah,
1: it's, like, a service of, like, he doesn't say next time, but if you've seen the series, you're like, oh, wait till the next one. It gets awesome.
0: There's a lot of, like, the camera, like, moving and, like, zooming in yeah. on the part that they're trying to get you to focus on. Like, or the, the tool or the weapon, et cetera. But...
4: I actually do have one other question. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was really surprised, like when I was looking up this movie after I finished it, um, to see that it's like a huge like cult classic kind of. Is there like an explanation behind that? Is it just because it's kind of an early sort of silly horror movie? Kind of the things we have talked about already. Or is there other? Is there something else? I'm well, not. Jordan, like, you said up on? that
3: you didn't laugh very much. I guarantee, if you were watching this like with me or Pappy or something. You would be cra- We would be cracking up together because this movie is ridiculous. And I think, like, I watched it myself <laughs> just by myself this time around. But is that what you think too, Pappy? Like, yeah. is this kind of like a party movie almost?
2: Well,
0: so I think that a lot of what <clears throat> I knew about the Evil Dead was from not this movie. Sort of like what Stevie touched on mm-hmm. earlier. Like, the Evil Dead Two is much more well known. Um... And then even like the new series is like what is it, Ash versus the Evil Dead? Like
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, so it's
0: it's it's a there's a big fan base for that Ash character. Uh I don't think this movie does the best job of like fully fleshing out what he would become. Like he's in like comic books and movies and like TV shows. He's he's more of a sarcastic meta, almost almost like Deadpool character and like breaking the fourth wall. But I think this is more of just like this movie was so shocking and it's, I mean, it's Sam Raimi's first movie. So like what he did with $300,000 is you know, it's what started like the guy who would go on to direct Uh, Spider-Man. And
1: Spider-Man 3. (laughs) Hey, Spider-Man 2 is one of the best superhero (laughs) movies of all time.
2: Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty influential though because... It spawned a remake, and isn't, like, Cabin in the Woods heavily based off of Evil Dead 2?
1: It's a parody of this movie, yeah. Yeah.
2: Quite a bit, yeah. I mean, and Cabin in the Woods is pretty good, and so is the Evil Dead remake.
0: And this movie was just, like, so shocking, too, at the time. Like, this was banned, like, I had to, like, like double confirm this. This was banned in Germany up until, like, 2014. (laughs) Um (laughs) Holy shit. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Out of all people to ban horrific things, leave it to the Germans.
0: And Hello Merkel finally lifted that iron curtain over this. <laughs> but uh
1: Uh yeah, I mean like even like in the UK,
0: like at the time when this came out, they had like more strict like censorship boards. So Sam Raimi had to like fly to London to say like no, it's not like actually advocating Satanism. So I think it's kind of like a perfect storm of being a solid movie for what it was, and then like launching this bigger universe that that people fall in love with more
3: i had a way to fix some of the writing because part of the tension in my mind and so like i feel like you could erase a lot of the along elongated scenes of like him reaching for a book and just like gross out humor but i wonder what the movie could have been if they would have focused on um if ash escapes this cabin how is he going to explain away his four dead brutally murdered friends' bodies in the cabin, chopped
2: <laughs> It could have been a Dude, whole I different movie. I kept wondering
4: movie. that, too. You
2: don't explain that. You just run. You just keep
1: running, <laughs> and you don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> Say hi to those two hillbillies on the way out. Head down to old Mexico.
0: Well, let's go ahead and get into our yes or nos on that note. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off. Uh, I'll give this a soft yes. Um, I'm glad spoilers started here. Uh, I don't think it's the best spooky spoilers we've done, but if you look at it from a pure gross out influential um, early eighties horror movie, it does stand up. And then even to say like, I don't know what $300,000 is in 2017 money, but like, even if you gave us like, you know, a million dollars, it'd be really tough to make a movie of this quality on such a low budget. And then, I mean, the fact that it spawned so many superstars speaks for itself, so get around to seeing it at some point, but maybe not the best of the Evil Dead series. Uh, Jordan, let's jump over to you.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. This is going to be a, a hard no for me, dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> hard no, dog. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I was I really did not enjoy this. Um, I was surprised when I looked up the movie afterwards and saw that it's so popular and had spawned all these other movies um i had heard of some of the other ones but i didn't like know that they were actually related to this one um i think the part that i lacked or that i hated the most is just like the lack of logic and some of the like the things that the monsters were doing the things that ash was doing um were just like not things that any smart person would ever do in a similar situation uh so yeah that kind of just bothered me. I actually have the words dumpster fire written down on this and I think that was maybe a little bit Oh my god. Ma- no, 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 maybe a little bit harsh, Christ. um but <laughs> you're going to turn away so many fans. I, somebody's got to have a different voice in here. Um but no, I wasn't a huge fan. Uh also one last uh logic thing that I could couldn't get past. The mo- the monster in the woods is tearing up trees out of the ground, but it can't get through like the little shanty door to get inside.
1: It broke it broke window.
4: A little bit of window. But
1: It broke a glass window. <laughs> so All right, got but, Stevie yeah. jump in
0: here. Your yes or no, Stevie.
1: Yeah, this is a hard yes for me. I mean Woo-hoo!
0: Hard yes next to a hard <laughs> no dog.
1: <laughs> I mean like yeah, it's the worst out of the evil deads, but like it makes like Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness make this movie better. It's so much fun to watch. Watch the careers of Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Um, this would be the third like movie I'd pick out of the Evil Deads to watch. If someone said, which one do you want to watch? Anything out of pop culture comes from Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. But I still appreciate this movie for what they did, like for being amateurs. I mean, these people were nobody. And they gave them $350,000 to go pretty much like make a movie with very little money. So I enjoy watching this movie. Hard yes for me. And I love the series as a whole.
0: I mean, no offense to our friend of the pod, Alex P. Cooper. Oh,
1: I was going to bring him up. It's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. Go, go ahead, Josh. I didn't mean to steal your thing uh,
3: Well, <laughs> I feel like you guys are giving Sam Raimi a pass for low production quality where we all gave Alex Cooper in parallel a no in large part because of the production
0: Quality? I wasn't on that pod. There was a different sound design. Sound design is so key to the movie. Being able to actually hear what's going on makes a huge quality <laughs> difference. <laughs> but
3: to continue my yes or no, I guess like this movie did bring me back to that and like you could see some light cans and some shots and a lot of things were cobbled together that didn't match even like basic white balancing standards and it, ri- I wasn't with people I recognize that and I've also seen some other Evil Dead Army of Darkness stuff so I was able to appreciate that but taking this as a movie by itself I gotta say this is a flaccid Viggo Mortensen no like it- <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that train whistle's gotta be softer
0: than that Jordan <laughs> lonesome train whistle a Colin.
3: I recognize that Sam maybe invented some things or copied a lot here, but ultimately I think this movie is really just propped up by the subsequent versions that this director was able to kind of evolve into and he became greater. And this is like kind of looking back, this is like the origin story of not only like Ash, if you want to get, it's not only the origin story of Ash, but also of Sam Rainey.
0: Well, we have two yeses, two nos. Uh, last but not least, to break the tie, our own crumbopulous mother Michael Toller. <laughs> Here he goes killing again. What do you give it, Let Mikey? the hate flow through you. Uh,
2: I, think, I think Josh is jaded by his knowledge of film and production, and Jordan is clouded by his logic and reasoning.
1: Josh saw this movie
2: <laughs> because I think this is a good movie. I think uh, yes, I think if I was gonna quirky. I think if I was gonna describe this movie, it would be like the ultimate student film is pretty much what it is. To that's me. that's a good
1: way of putting it. And I
2: think they did a great job with the budget they had, and it is a campy B horror movie. But I am a sucker for those kind of movies, and I think if we were watching it all together, we would all like Josh said be cracking up hysterically because it is one of those kinds of movies I feel like. So I think I think I'd give it like a pretty solid yes. I enjoyed it. You know, we did we and did think-
3: block out passion with each other. I wonder if we could revisit this movie at some point with all together in a room and Ooh. maybe record semantics.
1: Alcohol.
0: Yeah. Pap? Well, what would you call a movie that had three yeses and two no's? What kind of food is that?
1: A movie dated by Long brothers Cottage cheese it's like freeze it's like freezing for <laughs> ice cream.
4: It's gonna give Stevie some real bad shits. <laughs> there we yeah, go oh This is
2: just God. two glasses <laughs> of milk This mass. is two glasses of milk
1: <laughs> 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 well, there you have it Tummy that still hurts
0: that concludes our review of the evil Dead. so if this is your first episode of spoilers. The way this works is now I ask the gang. A trivia question or a series of trivia questions. whoever wins gets to pick our next movie and host that subsequent episode so uh let me just roll out the new uh spoilers trivia board um if you're listening at home and you're not a part of the studio audience i've I've built a a big board of spooky trivia uh that I'm pulling out now for the guys to look at so on this board are twenty questions uh twenty questions. Uh, the gang will pick, choose their own adventure, uh, pick which question they want to answer. Uh, two strikes, beer league, softball, you're out. Uh, last man standing gets to pick the movie. You don't need to prove it. So the order will be Stevie, Josh, Jordan, then Mikey. Uh, so I have a list of 20 questions. Stevie, pick a number between 1 and 20, and I'll ask you the corresponding
1: make it quick. Those two glasses of milk got me against the ropes. Go, uh, go. You said one in 20? One to 20. Uh, 17. I can hear the desperation in his voice.
0: How many bones are in the adult skeleton? A, 157. B, 184.
1: C, 206. D, 223. Oh, man. I need a quick
0: answer from you, Stevie.
1: JR would kill me. 206. That is correct. Josh. Nice. 1 to 20. 19.
0: What percent of a pumpkin is water? A, (laughs) 60%. B, 75%. C, 85%. D, 90% of its mass is water. C. I'm sorry. That was D, 90% of a pumpkin is water. Josh has one. Miss Jordan. 1 to 20, not 17 or 19.
4: Uh, let's go 11. 11.
0: According to BusinessInsider.com, what is the most popular Halloween candy given out in Indiana? Is it A, Reese's Pieces, B, Snickers, C, Starburst, or D, Kit Kat bar?
4: Uh, Snickers. I'm
0: sorry. Fuck. According to Business Insider, it's Reese's Pieces. Jordan earns a strike. Mikey.
2: Uh, Number three.
0: Which of these movies has the top opening box office weekend for the month of october is it a gravity b the martian c paranormal activity or d taken two paranormal i'm sorry gravity (gasps) mike really first strike yeah stevie who is strikeless coming into oh boy make it quick come on (laughs) nine nine according to oh box office mojo which of these films has the highest lifetime gross in the erotic thriller category? <laughs> Is it A? Oh Jesus. Eyes wide shut. B Fatal Attraction. C basic instinct or D Disclosure?
1: Basic Instinct.
0: I'm sorry it was Fatal Attraction. Stevie gets his first strike. Ah! Josh, back to you. You need to answer this correctly. Number one to twenty. One. Halloween can trace its roots to which European country? Is it A Italy? B the Netherlands? C France or D Ireland?
1: That's tough.
3: France
0: uh, Josh has been eliminated it's ah, Ireland it's an Irish holiday ah, Jordan back to you that makes sense also number two number two which famous television actor's mask was the original basis for the Michael Myers mask in the Halloween series is it A Leonard Nimoy B Desi Arnaz C William Shatner or D Henry Winkler
4: uh, Desi Arnaz <sighs>
1: Shatner, oh, man. Jordan's
0: been eliminated. It was William Shatner. Oof. So now it's down to Mikey. Mikey must answer this correct. Otherwise, Stevie will be the champion. Come on, Mikey. Mikey give us a number, 1 to 20. Twenty. Well, 20? I, well, you might want to pick 13, but go ahead. 13?
1: <laughs> <13. laughs> <laughs> you are so... Ugh.
0: Oh, good choice. All right. The Evil Dead was released in 1981. Which of the following films made the most money domestically in 1981? Is it A, The Great Muppet Caper? B the Fox and the Hound. C an American werewolf in London or D Time Bandits. <laughs> 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 hmm. uh, don't give in.
2: B? Wait, what 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 was that, Mikey? B which one? <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Time Bandits is that the one? I <laughs> oh, you it say? Time Bandits?
1: Correct. Oh, <laughs> you're the no, worst king of all time. No, he's wrong. I was really thinking Stevie. it wasn't going to be Time Bandits. Oh wow. Doesn't matter. The game's rigged. Um, has sixteen been said yet?
0: Which country has the highest volume of candy sold? Is it A. China, B. Switzerland, C. Germany, or D. The United States of America? Switzerland. Mikey is your winner. Oh, <laughs> very suspect. It rigged
1: anyway. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't shouldn't Mikey like to have to get one right here? No, perhaps I didn't have to prove oh, it. Oh,
2: gotcha, gotcha. I take zero pride in this win.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Spoilers trivia doesn't matter anymore. Just pick who you Might want as well to be subjective <laughs> trivia. Might as well be.
0: <laughs> Mikey, what movie will we be spoiling next week?
2: Uh spooky spoiler, I'm gonna choose Beetlejuice. I haven't
0: seen it. Oh wow. There you go. That's spoilers. Take it away, spoiler man. Our email is
4: podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507 And if you enjoyed what you heard today subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for Movie Spoilers Clicking on the Cereal Bowl Select the Reviews tab and leave us some stars and some words That was Spoilers